0: and welcome back to the Perfectly Balanced podcast. I am Sarah Piercy, nutrition coach, and this podcast is all things nutrition, diets, or diet culture, should I say, um, stopping the diets um, and living a more balanced lifestyle. So today's episode is all about goal setting, and um, the reason why I wanted to do that today was because... It is the beginning of September. September is one of my favourite months of the year. September and October are like my favourite months ever. I don't know about anyone else. Um, I'm not a summer girly. Um, Don't hate me, but I honestly think this is the best summer that I've had in a long time (laughs) in terms of weather. Um, I might disagree. Um, next year if we have the same because my little boy will it'll be his first year and um, that he will have summer holidays and no doubt I will book days out that will be ruined um, by the weather but as I haven't had that issue this year necessarily um I've loved this weather but September and October are just oh they just make me feel warm and fuzzy And I don't know whether it's because it's my birthday in September or whether it's because September is like a new year, like a new school year, even though I'm like 36 in a couple of weeks. I've always seen September as a time to set goals. You know, when you went back to school, you went like, you got a new pencil case you got a new notepad, um, you got a new timetable, you like, you just got, oh, it was just amazing. It was just such a good fit. It just felt like a reset and a refresh. And I actually feel like September for me is more of a setting goals kind of month than January. I don't know what it is for me, but January, because it's, I get, I do genuinely think I have SAD, that seasonal affective disorder, Um, I genuinely get, um, like I struggle in the winter in terms of like, I hate it being dark and cold. I don't like the heat, but I also don't like the dark and cold. So clearly it's quite hard to please me. Um, But in January to set goals, I personally find it hard to then get into that mode of like reaching my goals because January and February and even March sometimes can still be them dark, cold months. Um, September is perfect, you still have a little bit of light, we've still got a little bit of warmth and I just think it's the perfect time to set goals. So I'm going to let you know of my goals because I always love watching and listening to, um, I love watching YouTubes and I love what, um, sorry, listening to podcasts where people say what their goals are and then I wanted to talk about goals in general really on some tips on how to set them because... I even caught myself out earlier, which I'll go into in a minute. So let's, I'll tell you my goals first, and then I'll go more into what you can do yourself. So for September, um, it is my absolute mission to do my Sunday food prep. Now, if you follow me on Instagram, which is, what is my Instagram? Quite embarrassing that I don't actually know my Instagram off by heart. Sarah Percy Nutrition, it's not that hard, Sarah. Um, Sarah Piercy, at Sarah Percy Nutrition. Um, You will know that I do a, mainly a lot, um, a Sunday food prep. Now, by food prep, I don't mean meal prep. I do a food prep. So I will cut all the vegetables that I have in my fridge up, um, ready to cook in the week. Um, My carrots, I'll peel and chop um, and and cut them into batons so they're ready to go for the week. My cucumber, I'll chop. My purple cabbage, which I'm absolutely obsessed with. I will grate, and um, like slice on the grater um, and make a big batch of that for the week. Um, I'll make my protein oat balls for the week. But I've got to say, I don't do it every week. I And sometimes I do a half job where I'll like maybe just chop a few veg up, but I won't do it all and I won't make my protein balls. So one of my goals for September is to make this a permanent, part of my life if you listen to last week's episode um i mentioned about making small changes um to hopefully make them permanent so for me it's not a big task to set myself to do this every sunday obviously um you know sometimes you go out for the day on sundays um, so it is my goal for september to implement 30 minutes where I prep for the week um and do all my chopping. And if I can't do a Sunday, then to do it on the Saturday. Because I've noticed um we've had a bit of a family um situation go on this weekend where my husband's had to um go off and not be with us in the house and it's been a bit unexpected and I feel a bit I felt a bit lost um in terms of like organisation because you know in your head you have a plan for the weekend and This morning, I went to get up to go to Pilates and I was really hungry. And I thought, I cannot go to this Pilates um, session without something to eat. But I didn't have anything prepared. I didn't have anything organized. So I had to have a crumpet, which there's nothing wrong with a crumpet. But if I'd have had my protein balls made, that would have been the perfect fuel for my Pilates. So it's just one example of where that would have really helped. Yesterday for dinner, like where I felt a bit mentally drained Um I didn't have anything prepared in my fridge like if there had been salad made and my red cabbage made it would have been so much easier to just throw something in the air fryer and pair with my salad but I didn't have it um, so then I ended up just having um, like a plant-based burger and a bun which wasn't um, ideal it wasn't filling but it's just what I had to do in the moment so um, for me that goal would be really beneficial um, for situations like that and just in general life so that is my th- first goal. Um, my second goal is to run one time a week. I did a 10K in May for PACT, um, the autism charity that's local to me, and I haven't run since. I found the 10K training really hard. I'm not a natural runner at all. I don't massively enjoy it. I've I've noticed I don't really enjoy it sticking to a schedule of training, um, but my goal, is to do one run a week. Um, so new week starts tomorrow, so we've got to try and fit a run in next week. Um, next goal is to do three times Pilates, which again, isn't a, a massive goal, but it's something I do struggle with because if I had to pick something to do, if I only had like one slot in my day to exercise, it would I would walk. Um, so now I wanna try and find some time to, um, fit in Pilates because Pilates is so good for you I'm not just saying that because I teach it because you know people listening to this might not be local so it's not as if I'm trying to bring you along to my class um but Pilates is so beneficial and I'd say 90% of people that come to my Pilates classes are come in because they've been told they have to because they've got some sort of injury back injury knee injury they've got arthritis and Pilates if they'd been doing it pre whatever they've got, like their injuries, they might not have got their injuries. Um, So it's definitely beneficial for your core, your posture, um, and just as we get older. Um, And then, this is where I'm gonna go into why your goals need to be measurable. Because when I was thinking about what my goals were earlier for September, one of my goals was, I wanna eat more plant-based, like I wanna eat more, like less processed, foods like as in like vegeta- like vegan um, processed foods, like for example, like the fake meat and eat more plant-based. And then I thought to myself, but how am I gonna measure that? Like you're gonna get to the end of September and think, well, did you or didn't you? Um, so I thought, well, actually when I ask people sometimes what their goals are, they are a little bit wishy-washy like that. So someone might say to me, um, oh, I wanna eat healthier. And I'd be like, oh yeah, okay. Um and actually I asked on my Instagram, so if I go back to my Instagram, I'll just read a couple out. Um one girl said, drink more water. That's brilliant, but like how much water? How are you gonna measure that? So it's now the 3rd of September. When we get to the 30th of September, how are you gonna know if you achieved that or not? Um, because you didn't set a date, you didn't set a date, you didn't set a um what's the word? amount um someone else said to try and focus on health and movement and enjoying things which is kind of a a general um goal like enjoying things you could kind of look back in September I think did I enjoy things but in terms of focus on health and movement when you get to the end of September like what how are you going to know if you did that or not Um, you're gonna know really, if you were enjoying things, you're gonna probably look back and think, yeah, I had quite a good September, but in terms of health and movement, how are you gonna know if you did actually focus on that and whether you improved on it? So it's really important to, when you're writing your goals down, is setting measurable goals. So if we go back to the girl that said she wants to drink more water, um, I would change that into, I want to drink two liters of water a day, for example. Um, and one of my biggest tips for anyone that starts with me, um, I do this myself, is I print out a month's calendar every month. Um, just a really, you know, it doesn't have to be fancy. I Before I made my own for our August, our accountability challenge, um, I would just type in printable calendar. Um, July calendar, for example, and it's literally just a square, like with the squares in in it with the dates. Um, And say, for example, this girl wants to drink two liters of water. She can just write on her, like for example, tomorrow, 4th of September, if she drinks two liters of water, she could do a tick. She could write in there two liters of water. She could color it in. But by the end of the September, she can look at that and see that she's colored in 25 boxes out of 30 which means 25 times she she drank two liters so she was really like really achieving her goal there same with um the lady that said she wanted to focus on health and movement set a kind of measurable goal of okay I want to do 30 minutes of exercise every day and then same principle you can do this on the calendar you can give yourself a tick you can write on your calendar so what I will do with my pilates is um on my calendar I will write what form of exercise I did each day and um, so I can see whether I stuck to my three times a week pilates or whether I didn't um, I did that this month no not this month sorry August I wrote in what exercise I did, and I think I only did Pilates nine times out of 31 days. I'm not sure on the maths on that, but I don't know how many times a week that is, but it, I can see how many times I did it now, and I can look to improve that. If you're not measuring what your goals are, then how are you gonna improve? How are you gonna know if you achieve them? Um, which leads me on to the scale. So a lovely lady, one of my Pilates clients actually, messaged me and said, um, where is the message actually? I did read it, so I do know what it said if I can't find it, but it wasn't hard to find when I found it, here she is. Um, She asked me two things. I'm not gonna go into the second thing because that's another podcast, but um, she said she struggles to use the scales um, when she's on a weight loss journey because it never goes down regularly, but she can feel the differences um, and she can feel that her clothes are looser, Um, So is this right? And yes, the scales, it's a really, really, really tough one. It is a complete battle with people with the scales, including myself. I think I might've mentioned this in another episode of um, the podcast. Scales are really like, they're so inaccurate for women. It's, It's funny because men typically, I mean, to be honest, it's not always gonna be accurate accurate for men because if they are replacing their fat with muscle, it's not necessarily gonna go down the weight. Um, but in terms of hormones, ovulation, and all stuff like that, they're not gonna have them fluctuations. But for a woman, we are gonna be ovulating and probably the scale is gonna be wrong. We're gonna be due on, the scales are probably gonna be wrong. We're gonna be on our periods, the scales are gonna be wrong so how are you supposed to track your progress when we have such fluctuations it's really really hard so my biggest advice to people when um they are on a weight loss journey is to have multiple ways of measuring your progress so my favorite one is to take a picture of yourself in the mirror um, i would wear a pair of shorts um, and a sports bra and um, the picture's only going to yourself so you know you could be in your underwear if you wanted uh, bikini um and taking a picture on the same day um same mirror same angle same time every week so you can see progress so week to week you might not be able to see the progress but from week one to week four you might be able to see progress um and measurements I personally only do a waist measurement um once a week and then Every like maybe month to six weeks, I might do like full body measurements, like legs, arms. You could do that um, every couple of weeks if you wanted. If you didn't want to do waist, not everyone's waist changes um, straight away. We all hold fat in different areas of our body. Um, I typically have a hourglass figure, so um, my um, weight is carried mainly in my bottom. So if I'm if I'm losing weight, it's I go first from my waist, so I can tell if I've lost weight in my waist. Um, but measurements are a really big thing but again with measurements you've got to make sure you're getting it in the same place um, so if you're your waist is quite easy to measure because it's like kind of a, a point where you do it but arms and legs it's quite hard unless you're doing it in exactly the same position so um, again I think photos are probably going to be your best bet but if your clothes are looser then 100% you are losing weight. So I just wanted to confirm that for that lovely lady that if the scale is not budging, then it means absolutely nothing. Um, I did an Instagram post on this once. I'm not sure if I did a grid post or a story, but I'll do another one where um, if you have a pound of muscle and a pound of fat, they're gonna weigh the same. And um, There's always, there's been this misconception that muscle weighs more than fat. But if you've got the same Um, weight of muscle and the same weight of fat, then they they weigh the same, but muscle is smaller than fat. So that's why you could replace a pound of fat with a pound of muscle and that scale is not gonna move, but your clothes will be looser because you've lost, I think it is about 40% smaller, like some, so lean muscle is 40% smaller than fat, So if you did see my Instagram, I gave an example. I've got like a model of um, a pound of fat and then I used an apple as the um, muscle. The apple was a lot smaller, but just pretend that they both weigh a pound. That's the kind of um, example that you can see. So if your clothes are looser 100%, there's no other explanation than you've lost weight. Anyway, I've gone off on a tangent there, but scales are one way that a lot of people will try and track their goals people will set their goal of, I want to lose this amount of weight by this amount of time. And I just think you're setting yourself up for failure. So for me, if you're gonna be setting goals, if this podcast has kind of inspired you to set some September goals, because I do think it's a really good time, it's coming up to Christmas. Christmas is a time where you really wanna be, um, I personally, I like to feel and look my best um because you can have loads of social occasions and it's a little bit more indulgent sometimes so you don't want to be feeling like uncomfortable so i think september is a really perfect time to set some goals and go and go for them um so if your goals are weight loss focused um i genuinely wouldn't set yourself a target of i want to lose a stone by or i want to lose like half a stone by or i want to be 12 stone by i think have that kind of, um, you know, you can weigh yourself. I'm not going to say that you can't weigh yourself, but have them other measurements. So it might be that you have a pair of jeans in your wardrobe that are quite snug. So set yourself a goal of fitting into them by November. Um, or it might be that you are a size 16 and you want to be a size 14. So set that goal because that is measurable. You can, I mean, Clothes sizes are a whole different ballgame depending on what shop you go in. But you know, you get the gist of what I'm saying. Give yourself that kind of goal of, I want to, you know, my clothes to feel looser, for example. Because I really do think when people set them goals of being a certain weight. And one of my clients, actually, she had a goal of um, a certain weight. And she actually said to me in her feedback this morning, well, she wrote to me on Friday, but I read it this morning, that that goal is no longer her goal because this is the best that she's ever felt. And that brings me so much joy because when people have a weight loss goal in their head and they're not achieving it week to week, their weight isn't going down um, and luckily for me, this, this client of mine actually didn't really get hung up on the scales because she was so focused on how she felt. And I'm really, really glad she was because um, she was she just was buzzing with like how good she felt and how um, she was drinking more water and her food had got better and her exercise was really good. So at, to be honest, not one point in my coaching with her, has she said to me, why is my weight not going down? But I do get that, I do, I do get that a lot where where clients are saying to me, but why isn't my weight going down? But if they were to focus on actually how they're feeling and um, other aspects, then they would be buzzing like this client, because she's honestly like, I've never known someone, so like she's, well, I have known people because I've got loads of clients that so are really happy, but she's honestly, like I could feel her happiness through reading her feedback. So um, yeah, if, if I can give you any advice, it would be not to set a goal of um, the scale. Um, but yeah, so that is already 20 minutes on on goal setting. Um, and, I, and I wanted to tie it in with the, why you wouldn't use scales as um, your sole use of um, tracking your results. So that's tied in nicely with this episode, to be honest, because I did want to answer that lovely lady. Um, but September, what a beautiful month. So let me know. You can comment on the, the podcast, I think, but feel free to message me on Instagram, um, your goals. I love seeing people's goals. I love setting goals. And if I set a reminder for when is the end of September? What day is that? That's actually a Saturday, yeah. So if I set a reminder to do a podcast on how I did with my September goals, then obviously you can keep up with um, how I did. So from here, I'd go and print yourself a calendar from Google, literally printable September calendar. Have a think about your goals and how you can measure them. So, um, and then for me, I can... If I get to like next Monday and I've not done a run, then obviously I'm not like on track. So, whereas if I didn't have this calendar, this printable calendar, I might forget that I didn't do the run. Um, so yeah, if you want to message me on Instagram about this, feel free, comment on the, um, on the podcast, which I think you can do, again, if you've listened to my other episodes, you know I'm not technically um, advanced. So this I'm doing really well with this podcast, to be honest. I'm not gonna lie, I'm really proud of myself. Um, my website is www. Sa- what is my website? This this is awful um, of me. Sarah nutritioncouk If you did want to work with me, um, but I'm happy to have you as a follower on Instagram um, I love to chat with people in my DMs about all these things um, and help people hopefully this has really helped um, anyone else that might be in one of them frustrating times where they're um, you know they might think they're not getting results maybe this might let you reframe so I hope you have a lovely week any feedback is welcome and I will see you next week